You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Steven? Yeah, hello. Hey, what's up, man? Not much. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, man. Welcome to Out of the Blank Podcast. Out of the Blank, huh? <laughs> what do you think of that name, Out of the Blank? Seems like the precursor name to Time Bite. <laughs> the precursor name to Time Bite? What was the precursor name to Time Bite? Nothing. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, uh, let's get your name out there. Stephen Clark. Okay, so you're from Illinois. Yeah, I'm from Illinois. So, yeah. what do you do professionally? What kind of gets you money throughout the day? You know, I just... Um... You know, just work a regular job. I don't. I don't do. Uh, are we recording, by the way? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I. I just do. You know, a a regular regular job. You know, I don't. I don't do anything. Well, what's what's a regular job? Do you fucking make bread? What? I, don't, I have no clue. <laughs> no, no, no. I. I just. You know, I beg. I. I. I'm basically. A, a person who bakes people groceries and bring them the cars from the outside. That's all I really do. <laughs> right on. I mean, don't, hey, don't belittle your job, dude. I mean, I work at a hotel, so I mean, I, I, I it, there's, there's good parts about it, bad parts about it, but you know, it's obviously not what I want to do for the rest of my life, but you know, you never belittle yourself a little bit, but um, I just, I mean, just getting to kind of look at your uh, profile a little bit and kind of understand who you are. I mean, my podcast is just a conversation between me and you, so we could talk about whatever. I see you have a giant fascination with anime and video games. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, an- anime is a thing I've been on the lackluster for a little while, and um, and I recently. I've started to explode in a little bit more because I've been going to more anime conventions, you know, based around the anime. Have you seen the stigma kind of behind going to these conventions? Because I have some, I'm from Maryland and we have some that come um, to our convention center here. And it's, I see it so awesome that people can, like I have friends, hell, I've podcasted with people that have, um, go, that go to these conventions and they see it as a way of, not hiding them their true selves being able to dress up and be truly free around and comfortable around other people that are in the same like mind thing they all want to do the same type thing and when it comes to dressing up like doing anime or you know even if you naruto run down the hallway like people look at that and they're like Who, what's wrong with this fucking guy i'm like whoa 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 don't say that. I mean, that's a person expressing themselves in something they really, really appreciate, which is something like video games or anime. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, I think it's a great way of people expressing themselves. Like you said, I mean, it's, I mean, like it's just a better way for people to show some somebody who they are. I mean, like they, they might, they may not be like doing, they may not be. In person, they may not be like talking about like not talking, but like doing stuff that they would be usually doing because like they would be, you know, being gimmick, as as I put it. But um, but if they, but like if, but if they show up to con and they and they love doing what they're doing, 
that's all that really matters. I mean, the, the way I put it is that cosplay isn't supposed to be a contest. It's supposed to be a thing that, I mean, like, I mean, people, yeah, like, the, some people like the um, one up the, the other guy under cosplay, but that's not how it's supposed to be. So it's, it's just, there's contests for it, yes, but, but in all, in all, it, it should be a, a collective thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the way, first of all, if you look at um, a lot of what I usually kind of hit on is that with the, the thing with society is we're all walking around with a mask. And I think people that want to truly express themselves and be free should should do that. We should be comfortable being able to do that in the world. Like when's the only time you really ever feel comfortable in your life? is truly when you're in your room. That's your only time with the door shut, nobody around that you can walk around naked and not give a shit and not and truly be comfortable. But it feels like when we walk around the world today, everybody's so like on their toes, like afraid to express who they really are. And I've seen people that have gone to anime conventions. I've talked to people that have experienced it and everything. And they say there's so many things to do that you have a plan of what you're going to do when you go and you never truly accomplish it. Like you just do. There's so many other things that pop up in the way, whether it's buying all the gifts at all the all constant stations that everything's selling from t-shirts to different cartoon type styles to meeting different people to just walking around and seeing everybody's badass costumes first of all <clears throat> being able to take the time to understand what it's like to hear my buddy go off and on this giant tangent about how he dressed up from a character from naruto spending six hours on makeup painting himself and doing all these types of things and creating these prop type weapons that he's been dealing with for you know months you'd say that to anybody in the street or say that to some person that would i guess consider them i mean i'm an adult but not not a hundred percent i guess you know Legally, I'm an ad- legally I'm an adult, but I have the mind of a kid. Like I enjoy watching cartoons. I, I don't watch the news, but if you say, "Hey, I just spent uh, the past two months building this Kingdom Hearts uh, key weapon that's freaking awesome and authentic as hell," someone's gonna, you know, some parents gonna be like, "What's wrong with you? Why don't you get a job?" It's like, no, because I don't want to be broken down like you. Well, the well, I mean. I mean, sorry to cut you off. To go back to your point about about like people about not people. Some people mean their goal conventions. Um, I I actually I actually met a goal. Like it wasn't really a goal for me, but like I met like a thing that I, that I, uh, that I did that I guess started before I went to convention this year. Where like I literally met like every single person that I said. That I would meet up with at the convention this year. Like I met with all of them, you know, and and it wasn't like somewhere I'm gonna like this is gonna happen today. It just happened. Yeah. Well, random things pop up, dude, and sometimes those random things they they improve your day, man. And I kind of want to hear a little bit about your experience, like kind of what what's your influence or. Um, yeah, what's your influence when it comes to anime and types of cartoons? Is this just something you picked? You just had a fascination with of as a kid? Yeah, when I, I was I was born in the nineties, so that, yeah, that the good years. I could probably give you something right there. The, but, yeah, <laughs> the good years where cartoons weren't uh, shit. I would say because it seems like everybody's they're bringing back all the old cartoons, but they're they're not they're not the same. Yeah, but. But yeah, when I was younger, um, 
I always had a fascination with cartoons from the West, which is us, the States. And and anime was was something that I was in with because I liked some anime like Digimon and uh, Sailor Moon growing up. Oh, dude, uh, dude, hey, right there, Digimon, oh my god, don't even get me started on Agumon, bro, Agumon, like, that's my, that's my, that's the freaking, whoo, god, I don't know how many car trips I went on having that DVD loaded up in the car, just ready to go. Yeah, I, yeah, I used to, you know, I used to watch, you know, like, Digimon, Pokemon, Sailor Moon, all, somewhat, Dragon Ball Z, all that, I used to watch, um, I used to watch all that, and then, like, when Toonami got big in the early 2000s, I used to watch that. And then, um, then when I got older, I took a stand in it for anime for a long time. And like recently, it's just the last year, I recently got back into it by watching a, a little anime called Gary on Ice. You've probably never heard of it, but I watched that for the story, which I like it for the story. Let me just make that clear. And and then after that, I just I just started slicing my way and dipping my toes a little bit more into a little bit more anime, so I could just get it, you know. Yeah. Do you ever draw your own cartoons or make your own comics? I'm not an artist of that form. I'm not an artist in the way of podcasting. I mean, I can I can if you told if you told me right now to draw you. In a cartoon form, it isn't gonna happen because I ain't that good. Oh yeah, dude, I still don't know how to draw feet or hands. I don't understand. Mine just look like broken bananas. But you know, when it when it comes to anime and stuff, like I have a big influence with Dragon Ball Z, dude. I own a Dragon Ball Z T-shirt, and what's weird is when you walk around, like especially where I'm from, a lot of people are wearing superhero shirts, and superheroes are kind of getting big. All these types of things that never used to be like taken so. I guess, seriously. A lot of times it was like, oh, that's just Superman. Like, yeah, we all know the old school Adam West and all those types of things, like dealing with those types of superheroes, those old movies that our parents were interested in. But if you look closer, like everything's making a flashback. Everything's kind of coming back into the world. There's new stuff's getting, you know, rewashed and thrown out there in better ways. Movies are getting a little bit like cooler when it comes to that. But it seems like what they've never really done it right with is um, cartoons. Like, for example, one of my favorite cartoons as a kid was Teen Titans. Uh, it's trash now. I can't watch it. Um, only because they dumbed it down to a point where I, I it lost the essence of what it was. To me, it was this Japanese-style art form that was coming from somewhere I had no idea where. But I would tune in every hour it was supposed to be played. If it was 11 a.m., I was there. You know, if I had a fake being home from school or something, I was there. You know, it was it was it was a relaxation thing. And I first started off watching, you know, Johnny Bravo, Courage the Cowardly Dog. You know, those shows taught life lessons. But you know what the weird thing is? The world's become so sensitive that Johnny Bravo cannot be played today. Well, I mean, you cannot have a muscle guy hitting on chicks and saying all these prerogatory things to women. But the funny thing is that he never gets he never gets any of them. That's the thing. It's it's supposed to highlight the aspect of being a guy like that. You're not going to get the girls. The nerd dude that was Johnny's best friend 
constantly got the chicks, if anything, the really hot women, because it was to highlight the aspect of don't be this muscle-bound douchebag. Be someone that's caring, and you will get the girl. And I think somewhere along the way, it just got turned into this giant thing like, wow, he's so mean to women. This is against feminist rights. I'm like, but you're you're missing the point. Like, cartoons like that shaped the child's imagination and shaped, first of all, brought humor to their life. Brought that, I mean, I don't know how many times they sat down in front of the TV with a bowl of Fruity Pebbles freaking ready to go. And, you know, I think along the way we lost the true meaning of what, you know, joy is, whether it's an art form when it comes to understanding cartoons or movies or whether it's music and these types of things. I think it just got somewhere along the way. It just got lost. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, like the way I look at it, it's that the world, it's just, you know, it changes, you know, I mean, the world is not like how it was back in like the 1970s. And the world was never like the 1970s and the 80s, and it wasn't like the 80s and the 90s. So I mean, I mean, we're just evolving, and it may some 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 aspects of life may be worse, better than worse, but and some some aspects of life is going to be worse than better. But but some but there are some people who just take it a little too far, and I don't know why, but they do. Yeah. But, I definitely think like, you know, like you're saying, I agree with you. You know, there's there's beautiful things in this world. Um, it just seems like every day gets a little bit harder for people to kind of see that, you know, be be uh, I guess get, get that version highlighted out there because it seems like every day and, you know, it gets worse and worse with how the world is. People just don't seem happy anymore. And I think like with cartoons being thrown back, OK, um, that's that's I see benefit in that and I also see where I don't enjoy it only because they changed it a little way but I realize they're not they're not adapting to me as the audience anymore they're trying to bring this old wonderful show that I had enjoyment with and bring it to a, a newer generation of kids making it relate to them my little cousin watches it and he's mind-boggled to it like hey do you see that new teen titans episode did you see the new you know the names off some yo gabba gabba or whatever i'm like no i'm not watching that and he's like but why i used to love it i'm like yeah but it's not the same for me anymore my time for this is 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 back in the 90s when i got to enjoy it you know your time is with this now you get to experience what i had to experience yes they relate a lot of the stuff where i can still bond with my cousin about it over the show like hey did you know so-? like dude i i'm aware of that i saw that episode before you were born buddy they just changed it up for you but it's cool because it, it lets them in on, you know, then they go and they decide, wow, I want to know what the original's like. And then they go look up the original and they're like, whoa, and either they like it or they don't. But it's like, wow, it's like, I see which, why you found it interesting. It's a lot more like adult, like it's more, you know, it seems a little bit more grown up than the cartoon version I really have. And I'm like, yeah, man, well, it's, it's adapted for you now because it's it's wonderful that they're doing that because that brings a younger generation into the crowd that people consider nerds. I'm like, are they nerds or are they just people trying to enjoy what they enjoy? Like, why do we label things like of that sort? It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I mean, like it's 
it's a crazy thing. I mean, people people like to put labels on things and 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 call things different things, like just just to just to be goofy with it. But but in reality, I mean, I mean, like we all know what it really is. I mean. I mean, like, I mean, like the, some some things are not going to be the same anymore. Obviously, I mean, like we're not we're not going to have you know we're not going to have like soccer boppers around anymore. Out so out some parent going or some person going like going like that that's child harassment. Yeah, whatever happened to moon shoes? Holy shit, that just brought me back. No, I mean, I saw I, saw, I think I saw a commercial for like soccer boppers on like TVs just like a week ago. Yeah, they don't. But it, it, the weird thing is, it's like now, like people are like, all right, because for so long they stopped doing the soccer boppers things. For people that don't know that are listening, those are these giant inflatable things you put on your hands. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, they're inflatable and they go on your hands. Yeah, you're able to like hit and hit other kids or whatever, and then it, it turned into this giant bullying thing because you know whatever someone took it somewhere and said, I don't want my kid having this violent type thing. I'm like, well. People are violent, sadly. That's just that's just how the world works. I think it's better for a child to express himself that way and have fun with his friends that way than them going off and doing something maybe a little bit more serious or more dangerous. And, you know, a lot of stuff gets looked at, kind of gets torn down or seen as stigmatized as it does this, does that. And then it, it ends up coming back a little bit because people start to realize how ridiculous it was to really outlaw it in the first place. And a lot like I don't know if you heard about those that wept that West Baptist Church that went out there and did that freaking riot or did that um what was it it was a some type of protest against uh Comic Con. I haven't, I haven't heard about I haven't heard about it, but I know that I know that everyone that goes that who, who goes to that place or whoever runs that place or that building sitting there in general sucks. Why Why do you say that? You know they're because. Because they, because you know they, they're they're all about the devil, and the devil sucks. Though I just well, the the West Baptist Church, they were all about saying that um, you know, Comic Cons for fags and all these types of things, and they're not against or they're against gay people, and saying that everyone that goes to Comic Cons gay, and they try to do a protest where they ended up trying to fight some of the people there, and you know, the, all the Comic-Con people are like, why are you doing this? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I've never been to a Comic-Con just because I've, I, I, they're not, they're not really close to by to where I'm at. My buddy goes and travels, you know, I have a couple friends that go and travel to these things, dress up and, you know, they have fun. And it, it, it I, it's something I want to experience. I mean, I want to dress up as one of the dudes from Skyrim and just walk in there. I mean, I have a fascination with video games. I, I like playing them. I enjoy it. It's a it's a fun hobby. Also, it seems like more nowadays people are being more accepting and open and video games are becoming really, really popular because I think at first it was seen as a child thing like, oh, you play video games, you're still a child. No, dude, I'm jealous of the guy who's 40 years old, walks into the store with a Mountain Dew t-shirt on, gets a 24-pack of soda and a bunch of Doritos in his cart. Yeah, that's not the healthiest option, but still, I know that guy's got a freaking awesome-ass night ahead of him playing Xbox and stuff and enjoying his time and not having to worry about any other care of the world. 
Video games, cartoons, all these types of things that people say is childish, it's not being a child. It's called escaping from the reality and the normal things that everyone has to live by. And I, I think that with now, at least nowadays, it's seen as people are more accepting into video games only because it's 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 not seen as a child thing anymore. It's something anybody can enjoy. I mean, I've played video games with my parents before, you know? It all depends on I guess there's a once, you know, the generation gap obviously. The grandparents aren't going to want to play video games cuz, you know, depending on how they understand technology in general, but it's it's open to everyone. It's not closed off to a certain group, not closed off to anything. And I think very few things in the world are like that. Are you saying? Are you telling me that that you that, that you don't have time to be a nerd because of your job? Me? Yeah. Sorry to turn the tide on you, but no, I no, 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 no. Like I said, dude, it's a conversation. No, I'm not saying I don't have time to be a nerd. I nerd out in my own way. I just don't have time to go travel. Um, I guess to a whole other state and uh, go and experience a comic con for myself. Um, mostly because. I, you know, I try my best, like I work two jobs and then, you know, do school and stuff too. And then try and do podcasting and stuff. I don't really have a whole lot of time, but yeah. I, I do, I, dude, I, I, I try and at least make an hour at night or something. If I don't have anything lined up and just, I just watch cartoons, dude, or watch a movie or just enjoy some, a little bit of relaxation, a little bit of, um, I guess escape from the real world in a way. But, dude, no, I, I guarantee you, dude, I, I, if I had, a, like, a, like, a good, like, weekend, I would love, I would love to go to a Comic-Con for sure. I definitely need to plan that out once, you know, summer's over with and uh, it's around wintertime when there's a little bit of breaks between stuff. But it's me and my buddy keep trying to set up dates for it, but, you know, he ends up going off by himself or doing something where... You know, it's I, I see his Snapchats of him sending me all these awesome like pictures of people he's met, cool people. I mean, he met uh freaking Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. I'm like, damn it! Like, I would love to meet you know Luke Skywalker. And then he also met Captain Kirk, and I'm I'm not a fan of Star Trek, so. But, you know, it's still it's like the cool people you get to meet. You know, you get to meet people you watch on TV that are just people just like you that are just they're normal you know everyone in this world is is a is has a story to tell has an experience and i don't think we should belittle anybody for enjoying a type of comic con or something like that because dude those people that i used to look back on in high school that i used to thought were weird running down the hallway doing a naruto run or the ninja run or something like that i once i graduated i was like holy crap, they had it figured out. And then my buddy's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they didn't give a fuck. They were the original, I don't give a shit people. They were like, they enjoyed what they enjoyed. They didn't care what others said about them. They found their group of friends that did the same things they did and enjoyed the same things they did. And I, I, I recommend, I've talked to those people now and I've tried to get these kids on my podcast. And like, are you just going to be like everybody else and make fun of me? I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to do that, dude. I'm not like everybody else. You know, some people today still are like, what, you do that? Why don't you go to the bar, bro? It's like, um, cause I rather enjoy moments with my friends watching cartoons, laughing our ass off, whether you're a stoner or whether you're not, you know, you drug, you don't need drugs to experience a cartoon. You know what you do need to experience? You need alcohol to experience, I guess, life anymore, which sucks. 
because a lot of people think this way and it's not true. That that's why that's why I'm straight edge because I uh, because I don't do smoke, I don't smoke I don't do drugs I don't drink. I have a lot of great friends and have a great family, so I so I'm good. Yeah, and I'm straight edge too, dude. I'm I'm not anywhere, you know. I don't smoke, drink, but I have done it before, and I can tell you, it's not it's not my dance, it's not my ride, and I feel like I can. What I get out more out of life is I can get high off of just talking to people and hearing their stories, man. Like you're right now telling me this the story of Stephen Clark. Okay, I, I want to know. I want to know what it's like growing up in Illinois. I want to know what your life is like. I want to know what your passions are. I want to know what you want to do down the road. And well, this well, is. You, no, I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you want me to do, that, I can. I can start from the beginning and work my way up to today. Let just just like the Bible. Tell me how the world was created. Let's go. Let's t- tell me about Stephen Clark. Yeah. So. So. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. So basically, my name. Yeah, my uh, my name is like Stephen, Stephen Clark. Obviously, I'm 26, and um. No, I'm 25. I'm gonna be 26. In two months, because my birthday's coming up. But um, but uh, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm, not, I'm just I'm not gonna throw out where I'm from. But like um, <coughs> I'm from the general town of West Chicago, and I was born in the town of Mount Prospect. Um, and ever since I was born, I I lived in. Is it Rolling Meadows? It was either Rolling Meadows or Arlington Heights. It one, I think it was Arlington Heights. I, I lived there when I was born, and I moved to Mount Prospect, and I lived in Mount Prospect from from whenever to 2005, to, and that's when I moved to Schaumburg, where I lived there from 2005 all the way up to last year um, when I moved to the house I live in now. And... Um, and growing up, I mean, like, I, I, I got into many different things. Like, like obviously, when I was growing up, I was, you know, I watched all the regular cartoons I room watched, and I got into some anime, like, you know, Beyblade, Metabots, Digimon. Dude, I just bought a shit ton of Beyblades for $1 at a thrift store. I got into, dude, I got, like, 50 Beyblades for a buck. And if you go to the store now... All that stuff's getting thrown right back in the store. All the old stuff that people sold at yard sales for like 50 cents. Dude, I go thrift shopping looking for those toys. Those Neopets I used to get in the McDonald's Happy Meal, man, that are worth freaking hundreds of dollars online. People are like, why don't you sell them? I'm like, hell no. This is my childhood, man. This is and my then, this is my yeah. nostalgia. And then, um, and then obviously when I, when I, when I grew up, like, when I got into middle school, I got, uh, I got, um, I got interested in, got interested in Guitar Hero, and that became big for me, because, because the first ever game I ever played was the, was Guitar Hero 3, the one everyone says is that, says that they're favorites, and I got on the Wii, and ever since then, it was just like, I became a fan. Like, like, so, so after I got the third one, I got into the, um, the next one after that was Aerosmith and I got that one. And then after Aerosmith, I just got the rest of them. It, do you, hold on. Do you, do you play Guitar Hero because, do you, can you not play guitar normally or do you just find it funner to play Guitar Hero? 
Surprisingly enough, I don't know how to play the real thing. I just I just played Guitar Hero because um I mean not 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 there's to say that that I that at any point I can try to pick up one. It's just easier for you. What's that? It's just easier for you to play Guitar Hero than try and learn the normal guitar. Yeah, I mean like I mean I mean well, I mean, I, re- yeah, I, I, I relate to that 100%, Stephen, because I my whole family is musically talented. I have a little bit of talent when it comes to it, but not it's not something I want to expand really any farther, only because I'm not as interested as everybody in my family is with music. You know, everybody in my family is in a band. Everybody's in two or three bands. Everybody's musically influenced, pretty popular around here. And, you know... My dad met Kiss and played in a commercial for Kiss and all these types of things. And, you know, it's it's all these different things that they're all interested in. But when, like, I play Guitar Hero, I enjoy it. I play, I love playing Rock Band. I just played Rock Band 3 the other night. Only because we all have a fascination with wanting something. And when it comes to wanting something, whether it's a, a crowd cheering your name or just seeing a bunch of people cheer at music you can play, or even... Just simple things like this. Guitar Hero was easy for me. I could play on easy, and I could get up to a million fans and watch my band just go out there. And It's basically experiencing what would happen if I chose to pursue it in real life even farther. What could happen? It's, it's, it's for people that don't want to take the shot of being a musician, but enjoy playing an instrument, just might not have the capability to. I can't play guitar for crap, okay? But I can play Guitar Hero on easy and I can look like a god, you know. But I watch my brother who is a skillful musician when it comes to acoustic guitar, electric guitar, any t- anything. And, you know, his band's pretty popular. And watching him play Guitar Hero on Expert, freaking like it's nothing, just bending it, annihilating it. And I'm sitting there like, oh my god, I can't move my freaking thumb or my finger all the way down to the orange note to play on medium. And I'm like, I'm just going to chill on easy. And it's, I, it just fascinates me because video games, whether you want to be a soldier and play as a soldier or whether you just want to experience these types of things, they give you so many outlets and so many, I guess, different genres of games you can play, whether you're building, whether you're farming. I hate farming simulator. If you enjoy that, I don't know how you do it, but you know, if you're, it gives you a, a little bit of dive into what that culture or what that lifestyle is like. It's like the same thing. I want to be a superhero. Okay, well, you want to be a superhero? Why don't you play as a superhero in a video game and experience what it's like to be a superhero? And then it, if it fulfills that need, it fulfills that want of something that is not really, I mean, you can be an average day superhero like a firefighter, but you're not going to be Superman, you know? Yeah, for another one for me. Um, another thing for me is that after Guitar Hero, um, I, not, not that I ever passed it. I mean, like, I'm still a fan of Guitar Hero to this day, and I still want them to make a new game to this day. Um, but um, another thing that really helped me express myself, well, because Guitar Hero helped me musically, and then something that really helped me express myself a little bit more was um, this thing called Homestuck. I don't know if you ever heard of it. No, I have not. It's a... Uh, it's it's a it's it's a thing they call a web co- a web comic, which is basically like a like there's a picture, but it, it's kind of like a PowerPoint, but not a PowerPoint, 
where there's a picture and then text below the picture and you just look at the picture and you read the text. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like subtitles a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and, and, there's, and basically this webcomic is really, really popular. Like it's real popular. And you, you, you'll see cosplays of it at every convention almost every time. And I love it. And, and I haven't read the whole thing yet. I'm trying. I'm trying to finish it. I got finished soon, but um, but that that fandom really helps me. And there's and and the thing, but the thing with fandom is, is that there's like the really crazy ones, the ones who think that it's more popular than it should be. And I go like, well, man, well, it. it I, I go like, well, man, not that popular. You like hold your horns, kids. You know, you're not that popular. And. <laughs> And um, I'm pretty. T- I mean, I'm just a normal fan. I don't. I don't. I don't think the web. I don't think the the web comic is like higher than it should be, because there's some people that think that it's it's higher than it should be. But I think, but I just I just see this something that's really cool, really expressive, and there's there's someone for everyone in it. Like there's someone. It, they, like they're like I'm sure. If you read it, one of the characters would will would uh connect with you that's how that's how connective it is it's like there's a character for everyone in that thing and and some people mix it up too like like some someone likes one character and another character and and that sometimes they'll put together or they'll or they'll just you know choose who's more better for their personality yeah dude there's always rivals between dc and marvel comics like those constant things. That's an, that's just for the listeners out there to kind of relate to some stuff. Like everybody knows that whole controversy between who's better, Superman or Batman. You know, hell, there was a movie played out on it. But the fact that like, movie sucks. yeah, well, yeah, um, you know, you can't be Christian Bale as Batman. I'm sorry, that's that's Batman in my mind is Christian Bale, not Ben Affleck. But um, when it comes to I guess finding an outlet, whether it's a web comic, whether it's a real comic, it, it all depends on the generation gap. Now, I've talked to a bodybuilder who got into the fascination of sculpting his body to be an average day superhero, to be someone like Superman. And his fascination was just from drawing comics. And he, he was like, wow, I want a body like this. I want to look be looked up to like this and that's what got him into bodybuilding he i see him at the gym now he's an older guy doesn't have the body like he used to but he constantly wears marvel sweat jackets marvel t-shirts comic t-shirts whatever he still buys comics today because he remembers going to the store and with his grocery or not his, his whatever his mom gave him for grocery money and instead of buying groceries he bought comic books and it, it, the whole thing is it doesn't matter what your age is, what's your what's your mentality, whatever you want to think is adult or not adult. There's forms of it everywhere. It's just like a movie. There's a cartoon style, and then there's the movie. There's the serious drama horror flicks, and then there's the horror comics. Like it depends on what you want to find out and what you want to consider or your what your interest is, man. And the fact that I don't have to go to the store and spend $8 on a comic book, I can just go and download a free Marvel comic app on my phone and see every single Marvel comic ever produced because there's so much of it out there, whether it's Marvel, DC, whatever you're interested in. There's different things everywhere for it. I mean, there used to be comic book stores. 
stores, at least in my area, there's not any more of that anymore. It used to be all over the place yeah, when I was a kid. I, yeah, well, that's out there. Like, it's, it used to be all over down here. All over the East Coast used to be giant comic book stores. The only ones I ever think of really popular anymore, like Jay and Bob, Silent Con- or the comic store they own, and these types of things. And I remember it, they used to sell them in dollar stores, too. Like, you just go to the random grocery store, and there was comic books there. Now it's like you'll see one every now and again, and it's like, wow, this used to be really popular. I remember getting the old Japanese anime mag magazines and not being able to read anything from it, but still being like, look at the art on this, the characteristics. That's actually the reason why I even still collect Pokemon cards to this day, just because, you know, I, I, I this is my inner nerd here, but, you know, the whole factor is... That's a nostalgia to me. I look at that and I'm like, damn, I remember when I was a kid and I would get those Japanese cards that were like the fake knockoffs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They're all holographic and they had like crazy attack power and stuff. And I was like, damn, I remember the bonding I had with these and my friends. I mean, it's it's something it's it, it, that creates an everlasting effect. It's like imp- it imprints on you as a person. And it's in the best way possible. You're like, damn, those were some good moments in my life. Like, holy shit. Like, I remember laying out all my Pokemon cards and looking at them all and seeing all the artwork. Seeing, you know, Hiroshi Nagatagawaka freaking created this card and this art. He drew this. Like, that's awesome. And they're all different inspired creations and stuff. And I think it's cool that culture keeps it going nowadays. Especially, like, bringing Bakugan back. Bringing these little things, these little toys I used to play with as a kid that I still collect to this day. Like... I, I have a fascination of it when I go into thrift stores and, you know, it's when I see them, it's, I'm, I'm like, how much? They're like a dollar. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know how much these are worth? A deal. And like, you know, it's it, it, the whole thing. You don't truly know what you have until it's gone. And I'm glad they're bringing it back and trying to keep it into modern times. At least even if they adopt it into a way I might not like, I still like that the whole idea that they're bringing it to my, 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 my younger family and younger generations to understand. I feel like for the time that we've been talking this whole time, when you've been talking about your about you being nerdy, um, I feel I feel like you you for I'm getting this vibe like I feel like you want to go out into the world and be just like this nerd like you want to like you want to be the nerd like you want to cosplay you want to be you want to be nerdy in the public. It's just like but 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 it sounds like like there's something like holding you back. I mean like what I mean. Like, no, dude. What? I just wore. I, I, dude. I express myself. I have no. I have no bars. Basically, I go out and do. I mean, I'll. I'll walk out and freaking. I'll paint my chest with the Spider-Man symbol on it. And actually, I don't. I'm not a fan of Spider-Man, but you know, even I like Tobey Maguire. He's awesome. But Tom Holland, I don't like him. Uh, but the whole thing is, I, I go watch. I'll watch a Marvel movie. I don't care what people think. I. I. I stopped caring a long time ago. I enjoy doing it. I just, I, 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 it seems like what happens with a lot of people is we get comfortable in our certain routines and lifestyles that we never go out and truly express ourselves anymore. And I, I definitely get, I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of, of it too. Whether you uh, admit to being a victim of it yourself, Stephen, you are a victim of it. Sometimes you get stuck in a routine and that, that just deals with different aspects of things. For me, I get comfortable to the point where I like, Oh, you can go to Philadelphia today and go see this Comic Con. I'm like, ah, but fucking my bed sounds so nice right now. Like, it seems like sometimes it seems like it's more of a struggle to go out into the world and try and 
just go just have fun but once you're out there doing it you're, you're glad you did it you know what i mean i live yeah. next to the beach i'm from a surf town i'm from a musician town i'm from a bar town all these types of popular things during the summer it's booming and during the winter it's dead there's nothing to do and it, it seems like oh yeah i want to go out and get a little bit of sun but it's so freaking hot out we always just constantly make excuses everybody does man and if you don't admit to that then you know that's just you making an excuse but it, well i mean well i mean sorry to cut you off i mean it's i mean when it is really freaking hot out do you really want to go to the beach when it's really really hot out dude Hell no. I had to force myself the other day to get some sun. I was wearing a tank top. I came back. I was, my back is still sunburnt, dude. I regret it putting on my shirt. Like I'm like, ow, it feels like I'm wearing fire ants. And, but I, you know, I had fun. I I, I walked on the boardwalk, you know, by myself, listening to music, talking to people, talking about like, you know, handing out podcast business cards. Like, Hey, you know, I just want to, I just want to get everybody's thoughts and takes on life, whether I want to hear your story, I want to hear everything. And, you know, I got to argue with a couple of Jehovah's Witnesses. That was fun. And um, it's the whole idea. Like, I just want to, I just want to understand what, like, I guess, what, what gets people through the days in the morning? Like what, what gets them through the, the, this, this thing they call life? Why do we have to say I made it through life? Why can't we say I had a life? Like I, I lived a life. Like it was fucking awesome. And I got a secret for you then. Okay, what's up? Pop tarts, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, the, all right. So th- this is actually pretty cool. The, so, have you ever heated up a pop tart? Who hasn't heated up a pop tart at least once in their life? What age did you heat up a pop tart? I don't do it anymore, but I probably probably the last time I actually did it was probably when I was like, God, like ten. I didn't experience this until like a month ago. What's that? I said I didn't experience that you can heat up a pop tart until a month ago. You didn't know you can put them in the toaster this whole time. I, I mean, I knew people did it, but I thought I I didn't think it would taste good. And then I tried it, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, this is awesome!" <laughs> and 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 this and and at, and at that moment, that's what he thought. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those types of things, and you know, it's funny. What, what, what is your, fir- what is your favorite childhood snack? Like something you would, uh, dude. I, we, we've all done it. Something you on a di- on a like when you were a kid, you were just shirt off, whatever. Whether you're in your diapers, your boxers, whatever, and you sat down in front of the TV to watch your favorite cartoon. What was that thing you had in front of you? We all had something. Mine was. I would do this thing, two slices of bread, cheese on each piece, pepperoni on top of the little cheese pieces, stick it in the microwave, and then fold it into a sandwich, a melted pepperoni and cheese sandwich. Let me tell you something. Shirt off, melted pepperoni and cheese sandwich in front of the TV watching Dragon Ball Z was my childhood. That was my life. Oh my God. I can't I would love, I, I, I might do that today, to be honest with you. And... You know, it's what what's yours? What did you do? Um, let's see if I can remember. Um I ate a lot of food growing up. I had you know, I had everything that I literally have today. There's some stuff that aren't around anymore, like the uh remember remember when uh, back in the nineties, early two thousands when they had those three D Doritos and the and the Cheetos and that 
Yeah, they brought him back, dude. They brought him back. What, those things from the early 2000s? Yeah, my, my local Walmart has those right now. I, never, I haven't seen those since like the 2000s or 90s. Dude, so I, I, like I said, everything's coming back, man. But what else did you have? You had these Doritos? Yeah, I mean, I had those every once in a while. I had the Cheetos like that once in a while. Pringles. Um, regular chips. I, I, I don't... I honestly don't remember, like, the one thing I constantly had. Honestly. That's, like, the one thing I feel remembering. Because I had, because I ate so much growing up. Like, I had, like, I remember having cake cuisine a lot. <laughs> Dude, yes! With the penguin on the front of the box? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, those were the best things. You get that, you always went for the pudding and totally forgot about the vegetables. No, wait, wait, wait a minute. I think, I think I remember now, Gogurt. I had Gogurt a lot growing up. The animals, bruh. Wait, you're in the Gogurt? You know, the tube yogurt? Yeah, the tube yogurt. Yeah, I have that a lot. I remember having that a lot growing up. I would, I, dude, I remember being a little kid and coming home from school and just whipping one of those out of the fridge and just being like, hey, popping that out, playing a little bit of basketball out on the street or, or going inside and watching cartoons and just relaxing, especially when you froze it a little bit. Oh, my goodness. This, this may be a hot take, but maybe, maybe people should be so yeah, go Gogurt more than doing drugs. Gogurt's a lot safer. Yeah, and you, you get basically the same high off of it. I mean, have you ever experienced a nice, like, freshly cold yogurt, like, out of a tube? The power you get from that makes you feel like Superman. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be a lot more safer on everybody. Everybody works to do that instead of doing drugs. For sure. I mean... <laughs> I, I just, I, I really, you know, like I, I enjoy just like being able to look at these things in the store nowadays and seeing like younger generations being exposed to what I was exposed to as a child. I'm like, dude, you're in for, a, you ever had a yogurt? And they're like, no, I don't know. What is this tube yogurt? I'm like, bruh, it's yogurt. They put it in a tube form. But let me tell you, if I tried to ask you to describe it after you had it, you wouldn't be able to because you'd be like, they do something different. Something's changed. Something's different. I'm like, nah, they just put it in a tube. Nah, something's different. <laughs> it's a tube. And it's like, bruh, it, 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 you just gotta, you gotta try these things. And people are like, oh, that's not the adult way. I prefer to eat it out of a cup. Like, what the hell do you care in what form it comes in if it's the same thing? I mean, like, Trick's yogurt out uh, of the cup was good. Dude, and, uh, dude, I still eat cereal to this day. Let me tell you, my favorite cereal, Honey Smacks. But, you know, Lucky Charms, all these types of things. You know, I know people that won't eat it because it's seen as that's a child food. I'm like, how is that a child food? You can be any age. I know Michael Phelps is smoking weed and eating Frosted Flakes where they took his face off a box of Frosted Flakes because they found out he smoked weed. Like, you're telling me it's 2 o'clock in the morning you're eating Frosted Flakes? I guarantee you drugs are probably involved. Yeah, pro- yeah probably. Because who... I mean, unless you, unless you got work... Unless you got to get up that early or you're working or, or whatever. That's true. A reason. That's true. 
But I, I just think, like with Yu-Gi-Oh, all these types of really fascinating cartoons, different animation styles, like that gave everybody a little bit of culture from a whole another country, you know, Japanese, all that. Like that exposed people to this world. I know friends that have traveled to Japan just to experience that, like just to experience the realness of where it came from. That's stuff I wish I could do, but I just don't have time to take a plane down to Japan. And plus, I really don't feel like going to Japan. But you know, th those types of things, like, it, it, it brings a whole fascination and culture to a world that might, or a country that might seem lacking in that form, you know, you know, America has its good parts, and it has its bad parts, but there's a lot more when it comes to anime and these types of styles, where it originates from, and that's from, like, Japan or some other um, country out there, and it's, it's awesome, dude, because when they play it now on TV, I don't know any person that didn't grow up on cartoons. I mean, even my grandparents had a form of cartoons, whether it was black and white, you know, the old Mickey Mouse on a tugboat type things. Like, there's just stuff. Like, they understand it, but they they see it now, and they're like, that's not the original. I remember Popeye, and I'm like, what? It's the same thing, just in a different form. And once you come to that realization, you just realize, like, oh, it's not made for me. It's made for other generations to understand what I was interested in. It's it's it, cartoons are never going to be gone. It's it's too fascinating. It's too it's too occupying. First of all, I mean, geez, I don't know how many times I sat in front of the TV with a lunchable and just watching cartoons all day. Like, what'd you do today? Um, I watched TV. Like, is that all you did? Yeah. Do you feel accomplished? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, that, that's how I am. Like with wrestling, sometimes. Oh, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, you're a WWE fan. I actually need to say something about that. Now, you know it's fake, right? It's a work. It isn't fake. What do you mean it's a work? It's... I, if I put you through a table right now, you're not going to say that it's fake. You're going you're gonna to be you're gonna be hurting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do get it. Yeah. Well, they. I, I think a lot of what they do is like... What, I mean, it's like, it's like acting a little bit. It's staged... But I do, I like, when they do the falls and the things like that, they actually have to train for that. They have to make sure that if they land a certain way, like, they know how to, like, make sure they're not getting severely, severely hurt. And that's true. Like, when they go through a table, yes, that is, you know, it is a breakaway table. But the whole factor is they're still getting hurt from that. It's just not as bad as if it were to be, like, a real bar fight where I threw somebody through a table, you know? Um, I, I, I've, I've, you know, I've kind of listened to podcasts with Joe Rogan where he's he talked to, you know, professional like superstars like that, that have been on, you know, WWE and they explain the whole background, you know, behind the curtain type things. It's all, it's all just to, you know, just for the, 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 I guess the public to consume. It's, it's just an art form. It's just like watching a movie. It's just an act, but it's enjoyable. And, you know, my cousin, he was a giant fan of WWE for the longest time. I don't know if he still is, but collecting all the action figures. And I always saw it like it's fake, though. But I'm like, so what? It, it's, a, it's a form of entertainment. I mean, I'm not going to knock any of those people for doing it. You know, one of the biggest in influence, like The Rock. Like, you smell what The Rock's cooking. Like, it's all... It's all a ploy for attention, but it's awesome because it, it lets you escape and kind of experience a whole new thing. And it's just like it's there's no different in going into a concert and experiencing that. Like you're still experiencing a form of art, 
You're telling me someone that does a cover of a song is just it's just an act? Of course it's an act. That's what you're paying to see. What makes it different if, you know, I want to see Ric Flair scream, Woo! On, like, damn right I do. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I just don't watch WWE. I watch, like, WCW and ECW, which were the two other big promotions going on in the 90s competing with the WWE or the WWF at the time. And, you know, and they did amazing stuff, too, especially ECW. They were, they, if, if you want, if you watched EC, anything ECW from the original ECW, not the new crappy one that WWE tried doing, but um, if you watch stuff from the original ECW, you're not going to say, this is fake. That, you're going to say half of that half was real because because the Crimson Mask probably happens 99.9% of, of the time more on that promotion than any other promotion that happened at that time. Yeah, well, I think when it comes to people, we all got an inner, we all got an inner nerd, whether you want to be open to them or not. You know what I mean? And what's the difference between wearing a football jersey and wearing a t-shirt of your favorite superhero or favorite cartoon? There's no difference at all. You know, I don't know how many times now you go to PacSun, you go to some type of surf shop, go to some type of, you know, company that creates clothing, whether it's Ruko, whether it's Neff, they're all... They all have t-shirts that are based on cartoons now too, like a Nickelodeon t-shirt, a flashback t-shirt. I mean, they're they're all doing this type of stuff and it's it's becoming popular again. It's becoming this major thing that for a while it seemed like it, it went into the dark a little bit, at least in my world it did. Um, I've I seen like a lot of stuff, like especially where I'm from, you know, it all became like, I, I guess more, not not formal, but more like surfer style clothing, like all about the beach and, you know, whether you're going into New York or something like that, it was all like popular brands like Gucci, all these types of things like, you know, popular food selling out, whatever that, whatever it is. Now it seems like everything's becoming like superhero, everything's becoming, you know, cartoonish, everything's becoming like, you know, it's, it, it's the world, it's, it's bringing a flashback to these types of things. I mean, people that I used to know that would make fun of other people for doing this Naruto run or trying to act like a ninja at school are now wearing what they used to make fun of. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, dude, this is the trend, bro. I'm like, bro, what? Like, it's, 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 it's crazy. To, it's crazy to see that now because you realize like, they they're they're coming to the realization that they were just being ridiculous in the first place to make fun of someone like that. I mean, like pe- people are allowed to be who they want to be. I mean, like oh yeah, for I, sure. I mean, like I'm I'm just a giant nerd. That's who. That's all I am. I just want to like make people. I just want to. I just want to entertain the people somehow. I mean, I just want podcasting to be what I do. For what I do for a living, that's what I want to do. Like if I can get paid to do what I, to do my podcast, then that's all I would. That's all I would want to do. So with your podcast, it's called Cyber Time Bite. Yeah. So t- Bite. tell me a little bit about Cyber Time Bite. So I'm fifty episodes. I'm, I'm fifty episodes strong now. I'm in the fifties with episodes, and and I'm a year in with it. Um, this isn't my first podcast, though. I've been doing another podcast, which is kind of it right now. I've been doing four years called uh, Adventure Time Guys. And on Adventure Time Guys, we interview people every so often. 
And ever since I, ever since we started doing that on that show, I always wanted to do a podcast for myself that involved just doing that. And and I was and I was like, and one day I was like, screw it, I'm actually gonna go for it. And I did. And 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 the in the funny story behind the podcast, um, it's funny. It's um, at one point I actually there's this website called uh, Radio.co. And basically, it's a website where you can make your own radio station. And what happened was, is that is that we had, is that we were going to have program lined it up on the schedule, like original programming, on the side of Adventure Adventure Time Guys episodes being rerun on a certain day. And I, and then and then on other days we would have like um, programming that was uh, that was original. And when those original programs were supposed to be Cyber Time Bite, and you know, what happened was is that is that I I I was getting sick of paying like I think it was like fifty seven dollars or something a month for for the station, and we didn't have enough, and we didn't I didn't have enough variety of music. Is it like like um I had like a lot like like if you looked at the at the music thing, there was like fifty Aerosmith songs and like. 50 Iron Maiden songs or 50 la 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 songs by by their power artists that there wasn't there wasn't much room for variety because I didn't have much going in and so and so I was like screw it I canceled my subscription on there and then the Cyber Time Bite idea was, was lingering for a long time because I didn't know what to do with it after the station went down and so and so I was like wait a minute your Spreaker. And that's where I do ATG on. So well, they, and well, I already had an account on Spreaker. Well, what, decent for anything. what does your podcast focus on? Not let's not talk about all the outlets it has, but let's talk about what does it focus on? Like, give people some information on like what's about. Like, do you just do you just is it a way for you and your friends to kind of I guess what people would say nerd out and just talk about things you guys enjoy, like cartoons, these different types of things, or do you kind of focus on the world? What do you do? Um, so yeah, after all that I was talking about, um, it happened and basically, no, it's, it's basically like I bring on a guest every single week, like that I find, like, like it would be cool if it was about a podcast of all of my friends nerding out if they had time to nerd out with me at a certain time of day every week, but it's, it's, um, it's like from its inception, to right now, it's just been people that I found in the cosplay community, the the um, wrestling community, the the a lot of communities. Like a lot of things that I'm into, I look into those fandoms and I find people in those fandoms. And I bring them on my podcast and we talk about that fandom. And so, like, so like if I have like a cosplayer on per se, like I go like like I ask them about like where their cosplay start. Like where they started in the cosplay community, um, and they tell me about it, and then we just, and then we, and then like, yeah, you get their experience, you get their kind of where their in- interest for this certain thing came from. That's cool. Yeah. That that's and, that's interesting because you're getting um, you can get a wide variety of answers with that man. It's much like how uh, like I'm doing now podcasts, and it's like you're. I'm talking to you. You're telling me you. You're giving me your experience on things and things that you're interested in. And you say you want to do podcasting as a... That's what you want to do with your life? 
Yeah. That's kind of how I am too. I'm out there to hear the world. Like if I could just be able to survive and just podcast, I'd love to. I'd love to travel the world and get everybody's influence. I mean, I've podcasted with people all around from different countries, everything. And we all have the same kind of realization on the world today. We all kind of think the same and, you know. It's it. I think it just takes a little bit. I think if more people were understanding of other people, the world would be a little bit of a better place. And with podcasting, doing what you're doing, where you're getting interviews of people with like cosplayers and these types of things, um, what's probably your most fav- famous interview? I would say what, what well not famous, but what's your most favorite interview? My favorite. Well, I can I can tell you all the, oh, the famous people I had on my on my podcast, and then I can tell you my favorite if you want. Well, I want to know what, what what's one that you pulled out that was like the best experience you've had. I'm not gonna lie, and it probably is my favorite one. Um, I did a, I did an episode. What was it? I think it was 27. Maybe it was 27. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I did an interview with this cosplayer, and she goes by um, Tiff93KD on the internet, and that was probably one of my best, probably one of my favorite interviews ever. I mean, I mean, uh, I had to I had to heavily ep- edit the episode because the because the, the call was was bleh, you know messy, but it, it but um, it's honestly one of my favorite interviews ever. Why was it your favorite? Um, we, we talked about a lot of cosplay things. We talked about a lot of different things. We talked, we just, we, we, we were just real with each other. And you got, real. Yeah. That, that just makes it all better. Well, you got to give me the specifics here. Like what cosplay did you guys talk about? What was she interested in? Like you got to get, you got to give me some specifics for the listeners out here. Well, we were just talking about it. Like we're both homestuck. So we were like talking about homestuck and why she cosplay for them homestuck. Why she... Who's her favorite character? Why she cosplays it? It's her favorite character. Um, <coughs> she she's telling me about like things I'm not going to share on here because they, I mean because like I, it's like something because um it's like her own things and I get it I get it yeah you don't have to explain I we get it yeah and um it was I mean. I mean, like, the thing is, is that if you haven't listened to an episode several time by this point, why not? <laughs> like, like, just, why well, not? Some, just like I said, some people don't know you even have a podcast called Cyber Time Bite. So, you have to, I mean, kind, like, you gotta. I mean, like, but the most important thing about the podcast, too, is that, is that the, is that one of the driving points for it is also the spork. And the, and the spork is the most powerful of them all. Like, it's better than the sword. It's, Better than a shield. It's better than everything. The fork is everything. Yeah. Well, it's a versatile tool, first of all. If you, I mean, there's a. I mean, you could go buy my T-shirt right now with the fork on it. Why not? Because why not? Are you are you plugging your shirt right now? Um, am I allowed to? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter to me, man. I just want you to know, like. The reason podcasting is out here, it's to give everyone a voice who wants to express themselves in any kind of form. And, you know, it, 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 it'll come across who it comes across and it's going to, it'll grow. It, it just depends on, um, uh, how, where you want to take it, man. I mean, do you, do you, do you have merchandise for your show? <laughs> no, I honestly haven't 
really I thought about it maybe creating some stuff but you know I'm out here just to see where um just I just out here to see um I guess where it goes man I just I, I if it, it chooses to stop here then it chooses to stop here I'd love it to continue on forever but I, it's, it's just out here if people come across it come across it man and just enjoy just conversations about with people and talking about life because that's all that we're really we're all living together and it's, it's sometimes it's better to maybe come across something that you're like wow I really resonated with that what that person said that really that really hit home because sometimes you're experiencing a struggle sometimes you're experiencing um feeling alone a little bit and then you realize someone out there has the same thoughts that you do and you're like holy crap like it, it, it someone thinks the way i do like yeah there's people out there that are going through the same shit you're going through some people going through worse than you some people are doing better than you why are you going to compare yourself to other people and just realize we're all people living on this earth together and whatever you want to do in your life that is fascinating whether it's podcasting whether it's creating comic books whether it's doing whatever you want you know anything under the sun it's it, it's it's all up to you life is what you make it you know what i mean it's 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 what you choose to do with it whether you want to just be comfortable okay then be comfortable but don't knock anybody else for trying to expand their lives or trying to find their interests and chase after it because you know in a world that's lacking in some aspects creativity or spark of creation you're seeing it kind of progress now society's trying to become more adopted to creativity and find other outlets but people are I, I don't know if they're truly willing to accept it you know one of the most famous people out there you know throughout time history has belittled these giant creative people that are seen as looked at as giant historical figures like Leonardo da Vinci freaking Galileo all these types of guys that were like just commended for their acts of trying to have this creativity and this passion and now they're 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 just seen as gods now throughout history and i feel like it takes people time to realize what a good thing was and realize this person had it figured out and like with my own experience with seeing these people that truly did not care what other people thought of them they had it figured out because why am i going to waste minutes of my life trying to conform myself to what society calls normal when i i don't want to be like that i don't want to be like the spongebob episode where he's like hi how you doing i don't want to be like that i don't want to be another face among the crowd i want to be someone that has a voice and has something that can be said and something that can be heard that can affect somebody's life i want to be able to have good conversations i never i, I don't have bad conversations and that's only because uh, uh, there's no bad conversations in the world. Yeah, you're not going to agree with 100% of the people on this earth. That's just a fact, you know. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have people that you like. You're going to have people you don't like. But there are no bad conversations. They're just conversations that reach two separate conclusions. Once you start changing your perspective on things, you start getting a better realization of who people are and how people are. And I, I think that's something that we all need to take the time to understand. And that's what I try and get across with my podcast and your podcast, Cyber Time Bite, and then doing your Adventure Time Friends thing. It's it's a way of there's people that are going to listen to that and hear about it and they're going to they're going to get out there and get motivated to maybe dive into the world of whatever you're talking about a little bit more whether it's 
comic books, listening to someone explain why they're interested in this certain character. I mean, we all have favorite characters in a movie. Like, yo, you remember that one dude from that one movie? Yeah, he was cool, but I like the bad guy. And it's like, there you go. There's a conversation right there. And it's, it creates throughout life. And we, we, we gloss over it sometimes. And I think that's just, that's ignorant of us. I, I, I could just, I, 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 um, I could just imagine just the intro to your podcast if it was like in a video form. Just like, just the song, like, I believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Like, that song's playing, and, and just, it's showing like pictures of like, you know, Da Vinci and Galileo, and pictures of you just fly, just flying across the screen. And Dude, you might have just gave me an idea right there. What's that? I said you just probably gave me an idea right there. I'm about to go do that now. I I think of my podcast like it, it's it's the beginning scene like um uh what or the beginning um song like uh with uh, the Beatles Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Just, I can just I can just see that though. It's just like the blade I'm walking on Pictures of you just fly across, and pictures of Galileo and Da Vinci and and and, and, uh, and Leonardo just freaking just like <laughs> like like and Abby's just like what the heck, man? Oh yeah, dude. Well, that was the point of out of the blank, man. People are like, "What's out of the blank?" I'm like, "That's what it is, man. It's fucking we're we're talking about whatever. It can go aliens one minute. It can go to freaking." talking about whatever you want it, it the con the conversation varies depending on the person whatever you want to talk about or whatever we just come to a conclusion of i don't stick to a basis i don't have a guideline i don't have a list of questions in front of me everything i want to ask is everything i want to know what you know what and it's it, it, it gives you so many just different things to dive into i've seen people chase down the rabbit hole of being a professional women's champion arm wrestler to people that experience working with mentally disabled people to people that experience bodybuilding to people that experience it's all over the place because we're all interested in something we all have something that drives us to get motivated and get out of bed what is it let's find it let's let's chase down the rabbit hole and freaking ride it into the pits of asgard or whatever the hell you want to label it i don't care it's it's a road that we have to walk and i want to see where that thing goes to twists and turns because i i don't know i i feel like what is it i, I feel like there's there's uh when it comes to the cosplay world there's just a lot of people who are just too too snuffy about it yeah well everybody's got to throw in their little nitpicky decisions about things you know Everyone's got to have a, everyone's got to have a little, oh, you do it that way? Well, you know, you could do this. Everyone's trying to dive into the mix, kind of throw a little bit of spice into whatever you're making, or they try and take a piece of it for themselves, or they try and condemn it for something. I think there's a lot less people willing to help others out there. And that's just because of how we are just so willing to knock somebody before we're able to actually help them. And I think we all have a, a ability to help. We all have an ability just to do something like maybe have an hour conversation, much like how we're having now. And it doesn't take much, doesn't take much time of our day. And I appreciate you even doing it. But the whole thing is, it's 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 not hard to have a conversation. It's not hard to help somebody, whether you want to choose to hold the door open for them or not. It's It's all about being able to, I guess, not hurt anybody. The world should be more like that and not willing to push people down.
Yeah, because um, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of books. I mean, yeah, the internet is around. People can look up that stuff on Google now. But like, but like books can really help with that too. I mean, like I was I was really into into the chicken soup books growing up, especially chicken soup for the teenage and for the for the teenage and something soul too. Second one, and and it was uh, that that kind of I don't know I kind of, I wasn't conforming myself to that book, but it was just like like for some reason I thought it was true to some extent. And I always it wasn't a book I always went to, and I thought like if I didn't know the answer, the book was gonna know the answer thing. It was just it's just like one of those things that just like I gained knowledge off of. And I and I bought the book for some reason. I own it to this day. But well, Stephen, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on my podcast, man, because it, it means a lot, dude. And I'm glad people can you know look up your podcast, Cyber Time Bite, or look up your Adventure Times Friends podcast and be able to listen to you and hopefully get a little attention to what you're doing because what you're doing is awesome, man. And I think if you take every possible way of trying to, I guess. Or just accomplish your goal of doing this, I guess, as a living. You can do it, man. You have the keys to your car to drive it, dude. And I, I think it's going to go places, man. You're definitely going to affect some people out there. And you're definitely going to, if you got the motivation to get it going and you got the effort and you put in the time, you can get it done, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, like, hopefully my book talk didn't get you out there. No, it's all good, man. It was a good conversation, dude, and I appreciate having you on, man. And, um, I, you know, like I said, take your podcast. The sky's the limit, brother. You got anything you can do with it, whether people want to listen to it or not. Don't listen to anybody that says anything bad about it. It doesn't mean anything because that's just not for them. You have a you have a group of people out there. You have more than a group. You have people out there that are willing to listen to and find interest in what you have same with mine i have people that are going to disagree with my podcast i have people that are going to enjoy it it doesn't matter do it for you do it because you enjoy doing it don't worry about what others think yeah there's gonna there's gonna be people that say they're gonna come up to me um i can say anything about anything i like and they'll just come up to me and say screw you and i just like do you know what screw you too Exactly, man. And I think that's that's how people have to look at it in the world. Not as a as a thing like, oh, screw you because you don't like what I like. No. Think of it as, dude, I'm not going to let you bother me, man, because it's not for you. That means if you don't like it, that's fine with me. You ain't worried. He ain't wasting my time anymore. You know, don't worry about what others think of you. Truly be free and express yourself and how you want to express yourself. Yeah. And that's the way it is. And um, I appreciate you being on my podcast, man. It was it was a good conversation, and uh, it was good talking to you, Stephen Clark.